From the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Industry Gossip with Potomac. Welcome to Industry Gossip. My name is Manish Kata. Coming off last show's lowest viewership of the year. If you guys keep this up, I will be happy because I can stop doing this show with me, CMO Christopher Norton. Time for some holiday cheer. First up, InvestNet will enter the RIA custody market by private labeling the legacy RIA custody unit of State Street, now owned by FNZ, to fend off RIA custodians that have invaded its TAMP business. Underrated or overrated? I think this is massively underrated. We've been saying for years that larger TAMPs need to figure out a way to get into the custody business because no matter what tool you create, all your slick onboarding tools, it doesn't matter because ultimately you still have to open the account. And typically, innovation uh, ends at the custody uh, custodian's doorstep. That's where things go to die. And so I think this is a huge move on their part. I think other TAMPs are going to follow suit, especially Orion, to figure out a way to uh, get into the custody space and also go after the revenue that custodians are getting. And so I think that's going to be huge. And on the flip side, you have custodians that are also now creating TAMP software uh, with uh, Fidelity and Pershing that come to mind. So everyone's kind of going after everyone's revenue at this point. And uh, at this, whoever has a bigger checkbook will probably win this battle. This hat is really distracting. Dumb choice. All right. Little company, I don't know if you've heard of them, called FTX filed for bankruptcy, I guess, and their CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, stepped down. Underrated or overrated? All right. Obviously, this is affecting a lot of people, and we don't want to become uh, super flippant about the fact that people have lost money, but this show is about the RIA and wealth management space, and in this case, this is massively overrated because with all this crypto nonsense going on, Overwhelmingly, the majority of RAs have not even entered the space. So when you're talking about Luna and Solana and Triple Whipple Flipper coins, like no one really gives a shit in our space. And so for us, it's kind of more comedic than anything. We get to sit back and laugh at people like, you know, Bankman Freed sit there and quiver on screen uh, while he's getting grilled. And so, you know, listen... Everyone with a brain saw this kind of stuff coming. You know, we didn't know exactly how it was going to unfold. But for most of us in this space, no one's really shocked that any of this is happening. I was really counting on that investment I made in Flipper Whipper Coin. (laughs) Coming soon. Couldn't even get that out. So after Fidelity grabbed a huge slice of the NTF market, which I read as NFT every time I went through this, Charles Schwab has undercut one source by creating a second NTF program where zero commissions apply to 930 mutual funds for half the price. Underrated or overrated? So uh, let me explain this first. This is underrated until I actually dug in and talked to Schwab, and now it's slightly uh, uh, overrated. But point being, Fidelity did something uh, really smart years ago. They released what's called an INTF market. Essentially, they're taking institutional mutual funds that typically were uh, high minimums and transaction fees, and they were turning them into NTF funds. Uh, basically going to the mutual fund saying, listen, if you give us 10 or 15 basis points for shelf space, uh, we'll allow these uh, to be uh, NTF for our clients. 
and they've been doing really well with this because at the the end user now gets uh, a mutual fund with a lower cost uh, and don't they don't have to pay the transaction fee. Uh, Schwab was the the last uh, to to make this kind of change. They kind of held out for a while, and here's why: because they charge mutual funds for NTF access 40 basis points. Uh, so essentially, what they're doing is saying, yes, we admit we're going to have to lower this, get the institutional share classes, and lower it down to maybe 10 or 15 basis points. And I think, in theory, it's a good plan. The problem is they're only doing it for a handful of funds. Because uh, I reached out to ask, uh, and and, uh, and they're pushing the rest off till after the TD merger, which makes me question the funds that they're adding, what they're charging those funds to get on the list. So, you know, th- this has a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors to it once you start digging in. But in theory, it's a really good plan for them, um, and uh, I think it's going to help them stay uh, kind of on level competition with Fidelity. After the TD merger is complete is the greatest project management push-off I've ever heard. One wonders what they're going to do when it's no longer an excuse. Lose business. All right. The SEC's crackdown on set-and-forget advice has alarmed some RIAs who now face burdensome and expensive reporting to a curb alleged conflicts of interest over deceptive outsourcing. Underrated or overrated? Uh, this is a little overrated in the sense that uh, I think this is actually good news. I know a lot of RAs were up in arms, and when I initially saw it, I kind of was too. But once you dig down deep into it, it it's true. They, they need to get a handle on this because if you think about historically, it was a solicitor relationship where you'd uh, hand off business to a TAMP and it was considered a referral, and you would get a referral fee and the TAMP would do everything. That's not really the case anymore. These client, these advisors are considered client advisors. They, they are the advisor. They do have a fiduciary duty, and you can't just outsource everything and hope that that firm is doing what they're supposed to do when it comes to um, uh, data protection, due diligence of the managers, everything that goes along with your fiduciary obligation. So I know the initial comment period that opens, people kind of get riled up, but I think the SEC is right here that you, you cannot outsource your responsibility and your obligations. You might be able to outsource portfolio management and all these other things, but you can't outsource that. And so it's important for advisors to make sure they understand who they're doing business with uh, as a TAMP, uh, what protections they have in place, what due diligence they have in place. It is your responsibility. You have to make sure that uh, that's uh, part of your process. Last one for this year. In what promises to give us content for this show for decades to come, Amid a $90 million A raise, 33 Google executives have joined two Google CEOs and 140 venture capitalists to launch a kick-ass robo, pitching AI, performance fees, and private equity to accredited investors. Underrated or overrated? This is overrated. Um... Listen, here's the truth. As long as there is recurring revenue, the nerds are going to come after it. They've tried with real estate for years. They're now trying. Uh, they've also tried with RAs for years. Uh, and it, it's just kind of a new flavor of something that they've already done. Now, I get it. You read the article. They're using every buzzword imaginable. Family office, alternatives, all artificial intelligence, blah, 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 blah. The bottom line is they're trying to create something to come after that recurring revenue uh, that's in our space. It might work. Chances are it won't. 
and five years from now, someone will buy the technology, use portions of it with a human advisor. We've seen this movie over and over again. It's never going to stop. It's going to feed uh, you know, hard-hitting news places like us uh, tidbits over and over and over again. Once again, as long as there's revenue and recurring revenue, the nerds will never stop coming after it. AI-driven investments have done so well on this show. I can't wait to make some popcorn and watch how it plays out. That will do it for Industry Gossip for 2022. We hope you all have a fantastic holiday. Do dumb stuff so we have more to talk about next year. Cheers. Cheers. Potomac Fund Management is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This information is prepared for general information only and should not be considered as individual investment advice nor as a solicitation to buy or offer to sell any security. This material does not constitute any representation as to the suitability or appropriateness of any investment advisory program or security. Please visit our disclosure page, potomacfund.com disclosures, for more information. Potomac does not make any representation or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, whether linked to the Potomac website or incorporated herein, and takes no responsibility for any of this information. The views of Potomac are subject to change, and Potomac is under no obligation to notify you of any changes. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy will be profitable or equal to any historical performance level.